views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the show. This is our first evening of the Marie Manucherry Show, and I am thrilled to be here. I've sat in this studio um, many, many times in the past, probably over the last five years, on other people's shows. <laughs> and so this is the first time I'm actually here on my own show. Um, I'm grateful for all the experience I've had with the Kevin McDonald Show and Contact Radio, um, Conscious Talk Radio with Brenda and Rob, and all the other programs that are here on Alternative Talk KKNW. So welcome. It's not too rainy out there, is it, Tom? Uh, no, not when I was coming in. It was uh, actually it's kind of dry today. Oh, uh, good. Yeah. Um, Tom is our audio engineer, so he'll be here with me in the studio. And then my dear friend, Mary Lee, will be answering the phone when... When those of you out there in the radio world want to call in and ask me an intuitive question on any subject matter from relationships to health to your career to your destiny, anything at all, actually, we'll be happy to take your calls and answer those questions for you. In fact, I'm just going to give you the numbers right now, and then we'll go ahead and um, Tom or I will um, give them to you again during the show. So if you're calling long distance, it's a 425-373-5527 number. If you're calling somewhere within Western Washington, it's a toll-free number, 888-298-KKNW, or 5569. I, I forgot to mention that I was also blessed to be part of SAGE that um, was here on KKNW. I was one of the SAGE readers. I totally enjoyed my time there. In fact, SAGE, being on SAGE, is actually what got me to decide um, to have my own program. So this evening... I'm going to be talking a little bit about my history, giving you some information about my past, so you'll kind of have an idea about who I am. And twice a month, I will have guests in the studio, um, practitioners, traditional and holistic in medicine. We'll have authors and people interested in technology and the advancement of consciousness in human beings. So we already have quite a lineup that you'll see on the website shortly, probably in about a week, and we're very excited for this new program. Um, at about 1998, I began to have some unusual paranormal experiences. I uh, was raised holistically. In fact, in my home, I'm the oldest of five, we didn't eat white sugar um, or flour for the most part. We did have some actually um, financial times where maybe my mother couldn't buy all the organic food that she wanted to. And so it was kind of odd to my family when I decided to become a registered nurse. Um, so I went to nursing school, graduate, graduated in the early 90s, and eventually ended up as an oncology nurse and absolutely positively loved it. I love traditional medicine. Um, after a while of being on the oncology floor, I began to have molting, mounting excuse me, paranormal experiences that led me to where I am today, having a holistic practice of a full-time energetic 
medicine practice helping people to heal. And I help people in all areas of their life from disease processes to relationships to becoming balanced and asking any type of intuitive question that they might have. But for many of you, um, because I'm sensing our listening audience, many of you are in transition in your own lives, figuring out what your career path is. What is your destiny? Am I in a healthy relationship? What makes me happy? And it was those exact questions that I began to ask myself that led me on this journey about eight years ago to a place that I had no idea that I was going to. Um, I was quite content um, being a mother of three children and a wife and um, a registered nurse at a local hospital here. And now my life is completely and totally changed. Um, I began to um, see energy actually moving in my own body and um, began to hear voices and actually see beautiful golden pyramids spinning all around me, maybe hundreds of them around my body. And uh, eventually I approached a supervisor at work because I was a little worried that I would pay attention to the paranormal and make a mistake at work and maybe cause someone some harm. So I told the supervisor at work expecting to be suspended and perhaps having a psyche valve. And luckily, that's not what happened. She actually told me that she thought I was seeing a chakra and that I needed to start touching our patients with my hands instead of my stethoscope, which I did. And the first person I did, I saw the entire human energy system, all the chakras in the body, and all the auras that surround the physical body. And from that moment, I was hooked I touched maybe 200 people in a year's time, Um, patients that were not assigned to me. I would go in and work on them and then go out and read their medical chart, and I began to create a library of information in my brain that allows me to relate what I see clairvoyantly and also what's happening um, in the traditional world. So after all of that began to happen, I was actually hired by an osteopath. I worked for her for one year. Um, doing um, energy medicine diagnoses and energy work. And um, then I began a small private practice at home. And I've been home for about seven years and, again, work many, many hours seeing many, many people. And I'm just thrilled to be here on the air to answer people's questions that maybe I don't get to see in my practice or even those that I do see in my practice. And um, I'm looking forward to all of the time that we spend here together on the Marie Manucherry Show. So, Tom, what do you know about chakras? Nothing. Yeah. You're the, you got a blank slate here. Yeah, I like that. I'm starting from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Well, there are seven primary chakras in the physical body, and they actually run the center of the physical body. And the very first one is literally in between your legs. It's in the pelvic floor. And all the chakras to me look like cones, ice cream cones without ice cream in them. And the point is in the pelvic floor. And they all spin. All these vortexes or cones, um, which are also referred to as chakras, spin in a clockwise direction if you were to look at the face of the chakra. Um, Mm. Yeah, at the widest part. So basically we'd be standing underneath you and looking up at the cone and watching it spin in a clockwise direction. So that first chakra is the foundation for your entire energetic system. Wow. Yeah. And it's, it has an emotional component, and the emotional component is about how you felt growing up. So your connection to your parents, your siblings, the homes you lived in, the schools you attended. Yeah. Did you feel nurtured, loved, and safe is what it means in a nutshell. Hmm. Anatomically, it affects the hips all the way down to the toes, every bone, muscle, and tendon, along with the colon, the coccyx, and the sciatica. So it's a pretty busy vortex. Yeah, there's a lot going down. Yeah, there there is. And it has another responsibility, too. It also governs, and a secondary responsibility, all the bones in your body, all of your blood, and your bone marrow. 
Mm. So it, it, it has a huge responsibility. Yeah, that's, that, mm-hmm. that's even more. Right. And so you can <laughs> think of the disease processes that may be related to the root chakra, like leukemias or degenerative joint disease, mm. um, anything structural from the hips on down. Um, so that's where an energy medicine starts, actually, is in that first chakra. Well, mm, yeah. <laughs> the start of it all. The start of it all. Now, should I be taking notes? Am I going to get quizzed at the end? Yeah, you probably oh, will. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of homework. And so. Are you going to send me home with homework? I very well could. Print I've out been, a packet for me next absolutely. week. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I may not even wait till next week. In fact, as our callers call in, um, I will be giving them homework um, so that they can make the adjustments to their energy system as well. Well, hmm. there you go. Yeah. So what, what we'll do right now is just kind of go up the chakra system so people can get an idea of energy medicine. Yeah, right? I want to I know what this is all about. I have... I know. You, I'm, you, I'm you are perfect. Yes. You're, you're perfect. <laughs> so the second chakra, which is located like just below your belly button in you know, the pelvic cavity, basically, is about passion and joy. So the joy you have for your work, any relationships you have, monies that you create, um, all friendships, and creativity. Hmm. So I call it the juicy chakra. The juicy chakra. Yeah. <laughs> because we tend to worry about at least one aspect of this part of our life in terms of that chakra. And what's really important about that chakra is that people learn to be happy, that they learn to have joy in their life. You got to be happy. Yeah. I mean, if you're not happy, what are you doing really? Well, and but how many people do you know that have a job that they don't like? Mm. I know a couple you, guys. You know a couple of people, yeah. yeah. Or people who are in relationships that are not fulfilling for them. I don't personally know too many. Good well, I know for you. Uh, maybe a few, but not too many. Good for you. And yeah. you're also young. <laughs> er, young, yeah, younger, younger, right. Not, right. So old, but I'm not young. No. So you may not have as many friends who have been in long-term relationships as of yet. Well, 27's not a baby. Oh, you're pretty young. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that I'm not. <laughs> so, so the second chakra governs the reproductive organs, the kidneys, the adrenal glands, the lower back. And it's really important that people are happy in their life. And if they find out that there's something about their life that makes them unhappy, that's okay. That means that they perhaps need to ask themselves personal questions so that they can make some different choices. And that's exactly what was happening to me in 1998 when I began to have these paranormal experiences. I started to ask myself questions like, am I happy? Do I love what I'm doing for a living? And even, am I happy in my marriage? And when I asked the questions, I didn't get answers right away, but I noticed that I became incredibly anxious. I, and I'm not someone who generally uses medication to change my mood or alter my state of being. And so I was very frustrated about how can I change this anxiety? How mm. can I have all this mounting anxiety? And I, I had a feeling it was from the questions that I asked. And I still didn't have the answers, but yet I was kind of a nervous wreck. <laughs> That's not good. No, it's not good. So I began to, um, I decided to actually take some meditation classes. Hmm. So I took two meditation classes, two a week. And one of the things about energy is that when you do something energetically in a group, the energy expands. And I had tried to meditate for years unsuccessfully. I actually kind of sucked at it. And so when I took these classes, I had no difficulty meditating and that's when the paranormal experiences occurred. And that's when it made it easier for me to get the answers to my questions. Oh. Hmm. So what people don't understand is that sometimes when you're changing your energy, it may cause anxiety. It may mm. cause frustration. Yeah. Right? It may make life a little bit difficult. But that doesn't mean to stop. That means to learn, find new coping mechanisms, be patient, 
and wait for the inner awareness or knowingness to come to you. Oh, well, change is change after yeah. all, and not always easy. It isn't always easy. Yeah. And we're not always excited about it. That's very true. That's very true. (laughs) Right. So then if we're moving up the chakra system, we're at the solar plexus, which is right in between your rib cage, this third chakra. And that chakra is all about self-love, about how much you love yourself. Mm. It governs your immune system, liver, pancreas, gallbladder, spleen, stomach, small intestinal tract. Um, And collectively, the human race is working energetically in their solar plexus. We're all trying to figure out what self-love means, what it looks like. Mm. When am I loving myself? When am I not? What does it feel like? Which is a common question that people ask me in my practice. How do you know when you're really loving yourself? Is it a thought or a feeling? Yeah, that's, that's a tough question. And I think it's a it's, tough answer. It is. And I think it's really a feeling. You know, when you can think of someone that you love, where it's a pet or a mountain or a child or Um, another family member, and then you can stir up that same sort of deep, unconditional Mm. feeling for yourself, then you're at at home run. You are definitely moving in that direction. So collectively, the human race is figuring this out, and that means that we're also working on our immune system. And that's why autoimmune disorders have been on the rise over the last two decades. Um, Things like chronic fatigue syndrome. Yeah. and on all of those types of disease processes. And interesting enough, those disease processes have also led people to seek out other forms of healing, not just traditional medicine, which we will always need and I'm grateful for, but we have many ways that we can heal ourselves. Even combining different types of healing is yeah. really important. And take the best of everything. That's right. Throw it all together. That's right. And that's part of what this show will be about is bringing traditional and what we consider holistic medicine together and information so that people can have a wealth of information at their fingertips and make educated decisions for themselves. Nice. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and and I'll say the phone number again, and then um, we'll take a little break. Okay. And hopefully get some people interested in sharing their questions with us. And um, so if you're calling long distance, it's 1-425-373-5527. If you are in the Western Washington area, it is a toll-free number, 888-298-5569. We'll be right back. evening with Marie Manucheri and friends, a two-hour Thursday evening class here in Seattle at the Residence Inn Marriott on Lake Union. In October the 18th, the class is The Paranormal. What is the other side? The lower world, haunting, and other paranormal activity. Have you ever had unusual encounters that left you feeling nervous and perhaps a little scared? Did your home business or street feel haunted? Bring your questions and experiences to this October class. I will teach what's behind many paranormal experiences and explain the sacredness of Halloween. For more information, go to www.energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671.
Become a Reiki Master in Seattle, October 19th, 20th, and 21st. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You'll learn how to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants, while I intuitively provide individual feedback. You will learn detailed information about the chakra system. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. This is truly a transformative weekend with healing and guided meditation. For more information, go to www.energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And we have callers already calling us. Thank you so much. We're thrilled to hear about that. So I think we're going to go ahead and take our first caller and see what we can do to help answer her questions. How about that, Tom? Sounds good. Headphones are sliding <laughs> off my head here. Sorry about that. No, we're good. We have, uh, we have Lisa on the line. Great. Lisa, you're on the air. Ooh. Hi. Thank you. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and so what can I do for you today? Well, I'm wondering if you can tell me about my um, chakras. Your chakra system, yeah. 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 And actually, um, I've been scanning your energy while I was also listening to the commercial for a few moments. Do you ever get sciatic pain um, or any tightness in your... Yes. You do, yeah, because that's where I was drawn immediately was to your gluteus maximus muscles. Sorry that I'm in your seat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I was. And and so right away I'm going to give you a homework assignment for that area. But then I definitely want to go to your crown chakra and talk to you about it because I think you're it, a lot is happening in your life right now. Is that true for you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's good. Is it feeling good to you? Oh, definitely. Oh, good. I'm so glad because sometimes people are having a lot of changes in their life and I, it may not feel good to them because just like Tom and I were saying, change isn't always fun, right? Right. Okay. So when you have sciatic pain or tightness in the glutes, sometimes leading to the upper thighs, it's really about not being able to let go of the past. Okay. Yeah. And and, and when, I, when I look at it, I don't see you like regularly remembering things from the past, but what I see is that... If if for some reason it's somehow like you see someone from the past or you hear their voice or someone brings up their name, you may go back to this place like, dang, I wish that had turned out better. Does that make sense? Sure, it does. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, f- I feel you um, feeling more responsible for what happened, even if you weren't responsible or even in the situation. And, and so what I'm going to ask that you do, this is the exercise to help let go of the past, is I would love for you to, when you have time, sit down and think of all the great things about you. In other words, um, educational uh, accomplishments, work accomplishments. But when I water my plants on my front porch, I do a little jig and give myself a high five. <laughs> so it's important that you appreciate all your accomplishments in life. And so what we're actually going to in this exercise is learning how to feel authentically empowered. And when people feel good about themselves, they feel empowered. And when we remember the past and we hold on to it in a negative way, we feel unempowered. We feel victimized in some way. So once you feel empowered, then I would love for you to um, pull a situation that you haven't been able to let go of into your mind and ask yourself in this empowered state, how did this situation help me to grow? 
Okay. Okay. And yeah. and then you'll get a brand new perspective and you'll be able to whenever you recall that situation again, you'll see the new perspective and you won't feel rewounded about whatever occurred. Okay. No, sounds great. And I think this is an exercise you'll probably want to use on and off during your life since you have a tendency to feel over responsible in my mind. Okay. So your seventh chakra is gorgeous. It is absolutely beautiful. I don't know, you know, I think you're at home. Is that true? Are you in your house? Yeah. Okay. Is it a two-story home? Uh, no. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, your chakra is going through enough to be two stories. Oh, right? okay. So your crown chakra is absolutely gigantic. And there's many, many guides um, standing around you at this point in your life. They're helping you um, have a stronger spiritual connection, answer your intuitive questions. I'm being told that you have actually been wanting to become more intuitive. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, and have you noticed that trend shifting the way you can feel a little bit more confident regarding that? Oh, yeah. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. So I would love for you to keep a journal about intuition, like maybe you ask a question um, and you get an answer. I would love for you to keep a journal so that you can go back and see how right on you are. Okay, Okay. Good. yeah. Okay. Um, do you have any other specific questions about your chakra system? Are you having some digestive problems? Oh, I do a lot, once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Just once in a while? Or yeah. And I, and I picked up a technique where you're, you're supposed to sort of hug yourself underneath your right rib cage where the liver area is. Right. And picture the liver smiling. Oh, <laughs> you know, that smiling technique, there's a great meditation for that. So that works fabulously well for your liver. Uh-huh. And so when I, because that was the next vortex I went to was your solar plexus. And then I was in your small intestinal tract and I felt a little bit of cramping, actually. And so I would, re, you know, re, recommend enzymes even if they're just from vegetables you know so that you get plenty of enzyme action so that things can break up in your stomach and your intestinal tract and not have a tendency to cause some cramping or spasms sounds good yeah do you have any other questions no i'm fine okay good so congratulations on your crown chakra you're doing wonderful work please trust and believe in the information you're getting i think it's normal for everyone to have aspects of intuition and to use it regularly in their life. So congratulations on that. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Okay, bye. All right. So, so Tom, um, we, we did that exercise about letting go. Yes. And and uh, <laughs> I was going to actually say something about your glutes, but your glutes are fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, your glutes are fine. <laughs> um, but I noticed yesterday, because, you know, I came in yesterday and did a little bit of um, recording, thanks yeah. to your help, and I was in your back a lot you know, and so one of the aspects of the spine is about learning how to surrender, like learning how to let go, learning how to let things be okay, not having to work too hard to make things okay. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. And, in, you know, one of your gifts is to be able to really listen to music well and sounds. <laughs> well, it is. It's yeah. one of your gifts. Well, thank you. Yeah. So I know that you're focused. You know, you can have that focus on and I'm grateful that you do on music. <laughs> and, and Say, don't you appreciate what I'm doing? I for totally show? appreciate it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And so I'll I'll just recommend, you know, not that you've asked for my opinion, but I would just recommend that you learn to let things be okay in your life too. Not necessarily the music. I love that you pay attention to that, but <laughs> letting other things be okay in your okay. life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm always open to advice. I know you are. I know you are. So we have another caller on the line. We have Francis from Seattle. Correct? We do know. Yeah, before we get to Francis, yeah. why don't we give out the phone numbers one more okay. time so that everybody can that's uh, out there that didn't catch it before can go ahead and give us a call. Great. So long distance is 1-425-373-5527 or toll free in the Western Washington area, 
800-298-5569. Excellent. Now we have uh, Francis on the line. Great. Hi, Francis. Hi, how are you? I am so good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for answering my call. Oh, of course. Thank you for calling. What can I do for you? Well, I have two questions. Mm-hmm. One is about a, kind of a life purpose question mm. at a point where I'm thinking a lot about uh, doing something different. Right. Love your advice on that. Good. And the uh, other question is a health-related question mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, having to do with digestive problems. I've tried various um, uh, dietary changes, which have been very helpful, but I'm wondering if I should do something and could do something else. Right. Um, so what I'm getting is a, a fairly chronic condition over a period, an extended period of time, maybe a decade. Does that make sense? Yeah, at least. Okay. Uh-huh. And and when I look at um, this, you know, chronic condition, I, I actually see that you have made significant improvement regarding it. Oh, great. Yeah, you really have. And so there's one piece that's missing. Okay, what's that? <laughs> and that's that piece about falling in love with you. Because the solar plexus, which was the last chakra we talked about before we went to our first break, the solar plexus is about loving yourself. So it's about self-love. Uh-huh. And and it governs the intestinal tract, the uh-huh. stomach, small intestines. And so the more you can fall in love with you, the healthier your body will be and the easier it will be for your intestinal tract. Okay. I'm also proud that you've done a lot of your healing without traditional intervention. Yeah, I'm very pr- I know it's hard, you know, yeah. especially when you're in pain and you know things aren't feeling so good. So, um thank you for sticking it out and and finding other ways to heal your body. So this falling in love thing, I'm just trying to find a way where it will make a little bit more sense instead of being kind of generic for uh-huh. you, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have children? Yes. Okay. So, you know how much you love your kids. Right. Okay. That's how much I want you to love yourself. Okay. And one way you can do this is f- for a moment imagine, you know, or Feel that love that you have for your children and then transfer that love into your body for you so that you can start to get comfortable with a new cellular experience of self-love. But you're totally on the right track. I only see you getting healthier and healthier. In fact, now when you start to have some intestinal problems, uh, you you actually, um, to you, you use it very wisely. It's like a trigger. You go, okay, something's up. Yeah. (laughs) What do I need to do in my life different right now? Uh. And then you do it. So now it's become a tool, which is awesome. Congratulations. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so about the life pur- purpose, and so you're currently working, is that true? Um, I'm an artist, so, um, oh. I, but I wasn't always. I've had a number of very different careers, uh-huh. and, um, and I really still love to paint. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel the need to do something else. I'm mm-hmm. not happy doing just one thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of person. Uh, and... and um, I have some ideas, but I didn't know if I should bring them up or wait for you. Or Right. Well, why don't I look at it a little bit longer, and then if I don't hit on some of your ideas, then okay. you can feel free to ask me. You know, it's so funny. I didn't know that you were doing artwork because I could see that you have a lot of creative energy, and I kept feeling you stuck in your career. Uh-huh. So I was kind of visualizing you like behind a desk or something. Uh-huh. When I you, do feel stuck in my art, though. I so know. Yeah. So it's interesting, you know, that at least my vision wasn't, detailed exactly correctly but it still led us to the same place um and so why do you what is it that you feel stuck about your art um i'm not sure what it is i'm trying to say Mm. um i i um i enjoy changing uh the art and so every time i uh, am able to do something i go oh that's cool and people like it and then i'm like but that doesn't interest me anymore because i can Mm -hmm. do that now so then i move on and Mm. and um so um and, and it's 
been an iterative process. It's been a process where I kind of sometimes don't know what I'm doing, and then I do it, and they go, oh, that's what that was. Right. But I don't, I don't, um, kind of just feel like I don't know which way to go with it, and I also am feeling a, a pull to do something else. Right. Well, I'm getting two things as you're speaking. One, while you're doing your artwork, even if you're not sure what you're doing, I'm, I wrote on this piece of paper in very large letters, self-appreciation. So if you could appreciate yourself, even if you're gluing um, toothpicks together, right? Because you have this tendency to be hard on yourself. Yes, I do. Right? And so when you're hard on yourself and then you're in this creative process, it's difficult to allow the creativity to flow through you so that you can enjoy even more of what your wonderful work is. Uh Do you see what I mean? Yes. And so self-appreciation, even if you're gluing toothpicks together, will get you over the hump of the stuckness so you can have the freedom to allow new information to creatively flow into your being. Okay. Do you see what I mean? And and then the other part was, I actually see you writing. Have you tried writing at all? Uh, no, not really. I've thought about it. You have thought about uh-huh. it. And what have your thoughts been about that? Um, mm, um, <laughs> just not knowing where to start. You uh-huh. know, just those beginning kind of feelings. I um, came close taken class this fall, and then um, I, I uh, am actually interested in healing work. And right, so I, I, I agree. I, are I, you getting that? Uh, total. That's what you do even when you're with your artwork. That's what you're doing is helping people to heal. Uh-huh. But I'm feeling this lack of self-confidence, uh-huh. you know, so it's like even if I send you off to a bunch of classes, I can hear you like doubting yourself. Oh, I'm not good enough. That person did a better job than me, blah, blah, blah. So I think the very first thing that we need to do is get to self-appreciation and, and whatever you're doing in your life currently, I would love for you to take a creative writing class. Okay. You know, writing is an avenue of healing. Yeah. Right? To, uh-huh. When you can write to people and they're touched by a paragraph, a sentence, uh-huh. a word, um, it can change their whole paradigm. Yeah. I think that after you get into this creative writing and start to feel comfortable about saying who you are, then you're going to have the flexibility to move into other realms of healing. Okay. And, it, and it doesn't have to look like my picture, but that's just the picture that I'm getting is that there's this lack of confidence and we need to nurture you and help you feel really good about where you are right now so that you can move forward in the healing arts in, in one perspective and, and you don't have to stay long in it, but then move into other perspectives that you feel moved to move towards. Okay. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And actually, as we're speaking, your energy is changing all around you. I don't know if you're feeling it, but it's there's like beautiful yellow light like spinning about three feet around your body, um, almost as if you're standing in a vortex, kind of like affirming that this would be good for you to gain this inner confidence. Okay, good. Which will be good for your intestinal tract too. Yeah, okay. So um, was the healing question the, the area that you were thinking of then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the area and whether you thought that was a worthwhile Yeah, because uh, even your art has been healing. Uh-huh. Right. Or uh, that's what you love about it. But then Uh for some reason, this lack of confidence came in that made you not feel that way about it, Uh in my opinion. Uh Yeah. Do you have any other questions? Um, No, I'm just very interested in this energy work and energy healing. So I was I was going to ask you if there were any classes in that that you would recommend. Um, Well, I do teach a lot of classes on energy medicine. And so you can always go to my website. and, And there are many people in the area who teach in throughout the country. Um, there's, you know, people like Doreen Virtue and, um, Sonia Kuchet and all kinds of, um, Carolyn Mace teaches. So we have many, many teachers throughout the whole entire United States that teach on energy medicine. Okay. Just, and what I would do is just feel what are you drawn towards, okay. you know, as you're, as you're visiting websites or checking out classes, what makes you happy about it? 
Okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So, Tom, um, one of the things about energy that I think is important for people to understand is that everything is made out of energy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the, uh, you know, that's the first scientific law. Right. The energy cannot be created or destroyed. Ah. So everything's got to be made everything's, out of it. Everything's right. So the chairs that you and I are sitting on in the studio are made out of energy, even though our eyes show us a solid, you know, structure. Yeah. But it's full of electrons and protons. And, and if we could see those, life would be... Well, pretty crazy looking. And well, and that's the thing is I can. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> Is there an off switch? Can you turn it off for a little while I, when you want to? I I do my best to turn it off when I'm gro- yeah. at the grocery store or you well, know, getting a latte. A certain amount of time. It's pretty much on to... 24/7, but yeah. the but the lovely thing is that, you know, when you have the ability to sense or feel energy or see it, some atomic particles, you get a bigger picture of life. That's right? true. So you get to see to the depths of an individual or their health or their life or yourself. Hmm. So being able to have access to subatomic particles is, I think, um, part of our birthright. And what we're all learning to do is to feel comfortable with it. And at your lovely age, to you, I know I'm, I'm teasing you about your youth, but <laughs> I think it's lovely. At your lovely age, um, it's, an, it's a known fact to you that everything is made out of energy. Yeah. And that's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I paid attention in school for the most part. Well, thank you for doing that. <laughs> So why don't we go ahead and take another break? All right. All right. And as we go off the air, I'll repeat the phone numbers again. 425-373-5527 for long distance. And then toll free, 888-298-5569. We'll be right back. Become a Reiki Master in Seattle, October 19th, 20th, and 21st. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You'll learn how to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants, while I intuitively provide individual feedback. You will learn detailed information about the chakra system. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. This is truly a transformative weekend with healing and guided meditation. For more information, go to www.energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Come to an evening with Marie Manucheri and friends, a two-hour Thursday evening class here in Seattle at the Residence in Marriott on Lake Union. In October the 18th, the class is The Paranormal. What is the other side? The lower world, haunting, and other paranormal activity. Have you ever had unusual encounters that left you feeling nervous and perhaps a little scared? Did your home, business, or street feel haunted? Bring your questions and experiences to this October class. I will teach what's behind many paranormal experiences and explain the sacredness of Halloween. For more information, go to www.energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671.
More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 11.50 a.m. And we are back with the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It's Thursday evening. We will be live every Thursday evening between 7 and 8 p.m. And then we will be repeating the show, an encore show, the following Thursday at noon. So yes. you'll actually, yeah, you'll be able to listen to the show twice a week. Yeah, but they got to tune in on the evening show if they want to call in. If they want to call in, that's yeah. absolutely right. So why don't we continue our conversation on chakras? Are you okay. ready? I'm ready to okay. be Shocked by chakras. (laughs) Okay, good. So that was cheesy. No, that was good. No, no apology. I enjoyed it. So, because it's perfect, we're going to the heart chakra next, which is right in the center of your chest. And I'm actually going to read your heart chakra. Do you mind? Oh, not really. Okay. Just for the listening audience, I actually asked um, Tom yesterday. I said, you know, so I read energy. So how far can I go on the show? (laughs) And you gave me permission to go pretty far. So. Yeah, so you have a beautiful heart chakra. It's, yeah, it's completely emerald green. It's as big as your thoracic cavity. So Sweet. Yeah, it fills your whole chest cavity. The average size of a chakra is approximately two and a half inches in diameter, and obviously your vortex is quite big. I use the word chakra and vortex interchangeably. Yeah. Um, and it means that you're empathic. You can feel the feelings of others. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's very cool. I I think it's a great skill to have. So the heart chakra governs the breast, the lungs, the heart, the thymus gland, and also the upper thoracic cavity, so the upper back. Um, And emotionally, it's about giving and receiving equally. So it's important for people to receive as much as they give, which is kind of a struggle for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I would say the majority of people who come to see me in my private practice, um, I don't have to teach them about compassion or generosity, but I do need to teach them to be more compassionate for themselves. Hmm. And that's challenging. And it actually is because it is a lot easier to give of yourself than to yourself. Yeah, isn't it? In terms like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So moving up the chakras, we have one in the throat. Um, It's the fifth chakra. I call it the throat chakra. It governs the thyroid gland, the mouth, the teeth, and the gums, and the cervical vertebrae, so the neck. And that vortex is all about speaking your truth, saying exactly how you feel, which is also hard for people as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people spend time in their brain and forget to really go deep in their body and ask themselves, what is my inner truth? Not what is, mm. what is my brain thinking, but yeah. what do I feel in the core of my being? And so when individuals actually take the time to do that, which it does take some time and practice, then they empower themselves enormously by expressing their deep truth, which Hmm. then sets other people free and themselves. Awesome. Yeah, because truth is very powerful. It is. The truth will set you free. Exactly. It's an old phrase for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, the sixth chakra in the brain, also referred to as the third eye, is about being multisensory. So as I'm Hmm. sitting here talking to you and looking at your thoracic chakra, I'm actually using my third eye and gaining information that comes across in my brain and allows me to translate the non-physical into the physical so I can speak about it. Cool. Yeah. And everybody has a third eye and everyone has abilities, although most people still to this day don't use them. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it looks like we have a caller. We do. Yeah. We do. We have Karen. Karen, you're on the air. Hi, Karen. Oh, wait. No, she's still... She's still having her information. Oh, okay. Hi, Karen. Anyway, we'll talk to you in a moment. Yes, we'll talk to you in a minute. (laughs) Well, we're getting the the callers don't know that we've got the new 
phone system in here, and it's the right. first time that either of us have used it, so we've all got screens that show us where the, when the callers are coming in. And Right, so I know before they're ready. Yes, it, now, now, now we're ready. ready. Now we're ready. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Hey, no problem. Karen, are you there? Hi. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for calling in. Huh. Yeah. So what can I do for you? Well, I was curious if um, it was just my father's birthday, and oh. he died um, in 1990. And I always have interesting things happen around his birthday, and I just wondered if you maybe got any sense of him. Yeah. Actually, I see two men who I believe have passed over that are next to you, so I'm going to describe both of them. Okay. And you and your father were close. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, because I get so like choked up when I think about your dad being gone. You know, where a lot of times, believe it or not, when I'm with clients and I'm helping them regarding their loved ones, not everybody is, you know, there's so much frustration or agitation from what happened when when everyone was in a body. But I just immediately got choked up and I don't choke up very easily. So it tells me. I believe that you two had a close bond. So there's two men standing behind you. The one that's standing the closest to you does look um, older. So I would say like he's in his 70s, like 75. He doesn't have a lot of hair. He's got some white hair on top of his head, a little bit. (laughs) He's wearing um, glasses, like a metal frame glass. He's wearing um, a baby blue long sleeve button up shirt, some gray pants with it, and then some type of loafers. So does that person sound like your dad? Yeah. It does. No, no. no a I grandfather. My uncle. My your uncle. Died oh, he did. Ago. Yeah. Oh, and it's so interesting how he stands the closest to you. You know, because uh-huh. the other man is just a little bit behind the man that I described that looks like your uncle, right? Well, I've been talking to my uncle a lot. Like you have. He just died. So yeah. And how's that going? Um. Good. Yeah, it's really interesting. I asked for um. He used to smoke a pipe, and so I asked uh, for him to, um, to for the smell of um, pipe tobacco because to be around me, so to let me know he was around. Right. And um, and I was out one day, and I immediately smelled pipe tobacco, and my friend smelled it too, and we looked all over, and nobody was smoking a pipe anywhere. So that was kind of interesting. fantastic. Congratulations! Because yeah. one of the things I believe is that someday you you won't need a medium, and it sounds like you really don't. <laughs> to communicate with your loved ones on the other side that will actually be able to sense them, speak to them, feel comforted by their presence at the very least, which I think will help all of us. So the man that I see, and and, and your uncle does want me to talk to you. He has a message and I will pass it on, but I want to make sure I describe the other man. So the other man that's standing a little bit um, further away from him, would he, if if your dad were alive, would he think someone like me is pretty weird? Um, probably. Yeah. Cause this man is just a little standoffish. Um, he feels taller than the first man. He has brown hair. Um, and it looks like may, you know, either he had a beard that would grow really quickly, like he had to shave frequently, or maybe he wore some facial hair. Um, does that sound like your dad? Uh, yeah. Okay, good, good. He's doing a good job showing me, even though he was just a little bit repressed in his energy, like, who is this weird lady? You know, <laughs> Um, uh, I'm going to get the messages first from your father and then your uncle. And I think your uncle's like helping your dad to come through, which I find interesting since your uh, uncle hasn't been gone very long, but yet your father has obviously been gone longer. Well, my, my uncle was much more of an extrovert. My uh, father was more of an introvert. <laughs> makes total sense to me. So, um, your, your dad, you know, he says you already know this, but he wants me to tell you, he says, if I could say it a hundred times, it wouldn't be na- enough that he loves, 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 he loves you. Aww. He really does. And he misses you very much. 
He truly does, even though he does visit you from time to time. And do you have a family? Do you have children? No. no. Are you thinking? I mean, I'm, I'm married, but I don't. Oh, okay. Are you thinking of having children? Yes. Okay, so because your dad's talking to me about children, and I thought at first it was about children you already have, but it must be about the children that are coming. And what your father said is that he's going to be spending time with his grandchildren, and they'll be able to see him at least, you know, for the first five or six years of his li- of their life, um, which is making him very happy and excited. So that means that probably these beings that are planning to come into your body are getting ready, you know, maybe over the next year or two before you start to have kids. Yeah. Um, there's, I'm just um, looking at what else he was, there was one more thing he wanted to say, and I'm just looking at it. Oh, he wants me to tell you, thank you for experiencing him as if he is alive instead of dead. Mm-hmm. He appreciates that you keep his memory alive, that you speak about him, that you expect and appreciate the visits that he makes to you, that you recognize. He's just grateful for that. He said there's a lot of people on the other side who don't believe in life after death. And he feels grateful that you do. <laughs> and then he also says, and I didn't teach her that, but I'm so glad she knows it. <laughs> so so that's what he says. Do you have any other questions? Uh, oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Were you going to say? Yeah, I f- forgot to deliver the message from the uncle. He says you're a hoot, by the way. He says you're <laughs> funny. He loves your sense of humor. He enjoys being around you. He says you're a very honest person. In fact, he kind of jokes with me and he says... She, when she lies, she sucks at it. And he, he didn't use the word sex. That's my translation. I don't know what his word actually was. But he says that, you, you know, basically you're a terrible liar, um, which is a good thing. And, and that he appreciates your temperament, your personality, and how fun, h- how much fun you have in life. He wishes everyone could be like that. And he tells me that he was more like that himself. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. So you have two lovely men, a part of your family around you, and who really enjoy being around you. That's really cool. You're very fortunate. And if I were you, and I don't know if you want a career in the woo-woo world or not, I tend to be a proponent of woo-woo careers. I I think that we need millions of healers and whatnot throughout the, the earth plane, and it's kind of the time to begin to study and investigate those things and create careers where it's, it's, it's so much more accepted than it was in the past. But I would take some classes on medium communication if I were you. I actually did that. You have. Good. Okay. Medium, yeah. Good. And, and so how did that class go? Um, well, I, I've actually, it wasn't a specific class. I've just been working on um, building those abilities up. Great. Keep yeah. up the good work. into my business, yeah. Good. Keep up the good work. I think you are naturally talented in the area, and I think you'll have a lot of fun translating information for people just like I do. So Thanks. you're welcome, and thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, Tom, I think we're going to continue talking about the chakras. Let's do it. Okay. So we were I'm at ready. The, you're ready. So we were at the third eye, right? Yes. Okay. And so what just happened was an example of that where, you know, as a medium, because I'm also a medium, I can look beyond the physical world and look into other time-space realities. Mm. And the caller that we just had, her father and her uncle live in a place that's called the other side or the fifth dimension. And so inner, their energy is actually stronger than our energy because we have a physical body to hold yeah. and they don't. Oh. Yeah. So when you become comfortable looking at electrons and protons, it can be a lot easier to see people in the non-physical realm. At least in my opinion, it is. No, that makes sense. That's, that's pretty logical. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I like it when your logic kicks in. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how 
if it didn't make sense, then I'd be like, wait a minute. Yeah, good. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> good. About that. So the third eye acts as a receiver of psychic information. Actually, the back of the head where the occipital ridge is, that little bump at the back of your head. Yeah. Can you feel it? Yeah. yeah. That is where an entry point is for psychic information that comes from, from the fourth dimension. So you and I live in the third dimension and all the people listening to the show and our callers friends and family live on the other side. And in between the third and fifth dimension is the fourth dimension, which is a place of travel. So in other words, for the uncle and the father of the caller that I just spoke to, for me to see them, they had to walk through the astral plane to be close to our dimensional space so that I could see them. Hmm. So the back of your head actually connects to the astral plane. And Whoa, nobody ever told me that it did that. I know. A lot of people, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was so curious myself when I began to have these experiences, I didn't believe them. I mean, I thought they were interesting, a little bit hokey. Yeah. But I, I have a science background, and so I've really researched and looked at what all of this means and, and asked a lot of questions of myself since I seem to be my best own laboratory um, scientific research. <laughs> yeah, your, own, your own lab rat. I'm my, I'm my own lab rat, exactly. <laughs> so information runs through the back of the head and, and then moves into the front of the third eye or the front of the sixth chakra where it's translated, where information, if a person has the ability to translate, which hmm. people can, can be born with it or can learn it over time, the information from the non-physical realm then gets translated to the physical. So that's what the third oh. eye does. Cool. Cool. So then there's a chakra on the top of your head, right? And that chakra is about your connection to source, spirit, God, trees, whatever you happen to believe in, like mountains in your case. You love mountains. Yes, I do. Yeah. And you know why I know that? (laughs) Because I was looking at your seventh chakra when I was talking and your seventh chakra, and no disrespect, and and guess what? You get to disagree with anything that I say. But (laughs) your seventh chakra, when I was talking about the universe, was like, eh, yeah. But when I looked at it a little bit more, then I saw all these beautiful mountains, which to me Mm. is the universe as well. Yeah. Right. So I see snow-capped mountains. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're gorgeous. Excellent. Yeah. So that's your holy place. You know, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And our holy place can be anywhere. It can be in our backyard. Yeah. I happen to have one in my driveway near, <laughs> near some beautiful trees. A hammock is a good one, too. There you go. A <laughs> so the seventh chakra governs all the skin on your physical body and all of your central nervous system. Mm. And so it's important that we feel some hope or faith or pleasure in something that seems powerful to us, you know, something that um, feels really good to us. Hmm. And I just realized I forgot to say what the sixth chakra governs. It governs the brain and all of the senses. Uh. Yeah. So you've had a quick anatomy and physiology lesson on the chakra system. Yeah, I might have to, uh, I might have to brush up. Yeah, that's okay. I might have to brush up. I later. think we'll be brushing up every week yeah. here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Well, I'll it'll sink in. It's sinking in. It's <laughs> oh yeah, just... no, I know it's going to sink in, <laughs> but I think we'll we'll have plenty of opportunity to brush oh, yeah. up. Oh yeah, yeah, excellent. Right. So um, I know in a few moments we're going to have another caller to speak to. Um, so I'm just going to talk a little bit about one of my favorite dreams in the whole world as an energy medicine practitioner is to help bridge worlds so that things that I experience on a regular basis may seem common or regular or normal, so to speak. And and bridging, in, I think energy medicine is a perfect bridge for holistic and traditional medicine where we can find a way to cohesively exist hmm. and explain things that seem supernatural, so or to speak. Or unexplainable. Or unexplainable. Yeah, there's generally yeah. a... 
there's there's always a reason. Right. There's always a reason. Right. There's always a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. So, um, so one of the things that I'm also looking at um, is, oh, are, are we going to go to the caller right now since we're running out of time on our show? Yeah, we can. We can okay. go to uh, Leilani's on the Let's line. Let's do that. Let's go to Leilani. Hi, you're, you're on the air. Hi. Um, my Hi, name's Leilani. Hi, Leilani. This is Marie. What can I do for you? Um, yes, I'm calling because um, I'm sort of going to have some questions about my future, and um, I have... I'm a, a jewelry artist. And you are so good at it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You are amazing. And you've got a ton of energy. I'm like, I, I, I was a little bit tired before the show today and, and a little bit nervous too. It's my first time doing my, hosting my own show. And and as soon as I feel you, I'm like, dang, I wish I'd had her energy before 7 <laughs> o'clock today. You, you are amazing. And your, your jewelry work is beautiful. So, oh, well, that's what I hear from everyone. Oh. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. which is wonderful, but yeah. um, and I've been doing it for quite a long time. I know, but do you want me to tell you what's wrong? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's a yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, and, and it was funny because before you, you know, I saw that you had, that there was a caller coming in, I was uh, actually about to talk about this in general, which is so interesting. It's really important to put your energy in a positive way, to think positively, to see yourself successful. You have a, a lot of, when I look around your head, there's a lot of gray energy that's like, mm, I don't think so. No, that's not going to work out. You, you know, it's this place where you question yourself and you doubt yourself and you yeah. run these critical tapes. Well, those critical tapes are powerful. That they become part of our belief system. In fact, a lot of our beliefs are are based on misperceptions and are quite negative. And so, it's going to be important for you to knock that off. Think of something that makes you feel really happy, even if it's not related to jewelry. And then, when you can, go back to the jewelry and see yourself successful. I see you incredibly successful. Your jewelry is beautiful. You have beautiful energy. It goes into the jewelry. People wear it. It makes them feel better. And there, in my opinion, the only thing that's slowing you down is you. There's an excellent book. It's called Awakening the Giant Within. It's written by Anthony Robbins. And I have it on my shelf. <laughs> have you read it? I have, and I've read a lot of things like that, and I think I, I, I read them, and I keep it going for a couple of weeks. And then, I and then you of, stop. Yeah, because yeah. I, have, I have these, um, I guess, quote, people in my life and, and could you just ignore them because okay. w- would you be upset right now if I had listened to my practical friends nine years ago who told me that I would lose my house and not be able to take care of my children if I stopped being a nurse yeah, and, and they, they meant well. They had good intentions. They were worried about me, but you and I wouldn't be able to have this conversation. I wouldn't be able to use my intuition in the way that I do today if I had listened to their practical advice. Is there anything that you get about what the main block that I've had has been people want to buy my jewelry, but I'm trying to figure out um, the best way to reach my customers directly. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to have a good family life. I've done a lot of... Uh, do you have a website where you can... I do. And, and you have pictures of your jewelry and people can purchase it there? They do. I, yeah. just, I, I haven't put a whole lot of energy right. into that, um, right. to promoting it. And I've you got, know what? You've got tons of energy. I do have mm-hmm. a lot of energy. So here's what I would do. I would take like two months, find a very high energy friend who's going to support you head to toe and go ahead and get the website fixed up the way you want it to do some jewelry shows, especially before the holidays, hand out 
dozens and dozens and thousands of cards. Just hand them out to people so that they know when they're ready, they've got the card, they can call you. It's going to be by word of mouth. It's going to grow, grow, grow. But you just need to put some you know, some energy for a period of time. You don't have to worry so much about this, but don't stop after two weeks. Keep it going, even if it's not showing right away. This is part of your life path. It is your destiny. You can be successful at this. There's no doubt in my mind. I have actually made a living at it. I believe it. need to go to this next level. Next level, yeah. Some kind of next level, and I can't figure out what that is. Well, it's it's just like getting the energy to the next level. You know, it's like as a career grows, you have to shift your frequency if you want your career to grow more. And that's what so you're that's, being asked to do is to shift your frequency consistently so that it can shift. And that's the book you would recommend. That's the book. Giant. Yeah, I would. Okay. 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 Thank, right. you. Thank you. Good so luck. Much. Keep me Thank posted. You. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Excellent question. And I guess we have time for one more, right? Um, we can try and squeeze it in there. We've only really got about three minutes left. I, I'll, I'll work it out for three minutes. We will work it out. Jennifer, yeah. you're on the line with Marie. Hi. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Good. How are you? I am great. Thank you for calling in. You're welcome. So what can I do for you? Well, I have a question about career and then a, a question about a girlfriend of mine who has passed. I know, and I'm so sorry she passed. That's really where I'm going to go probably right at this moment because she is just all over you energetically. Okay. Okay. How long has she been gone? November 13th. Okay. Yeah, um, I think she's still kind of sad. Even though she's crossed over, for the most part she's crossed over. Um, did she leave children behind? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that they've, they're pulling her or she's feeling pulled back to them, so she's having a really difficult time. Have you tried talking to her at all? Yes, quite a bit, actually. Good. And what have you been saying to her? Um, we chat a lot. Um, mm-hmm. We talk about... It's hard, it's hard to explain. I, I understand. So I'm going to make a recommendation. Could you please tell her, and I'm two minutes, is that what you're saying to me? <laughs> and Tom's <laughs> talking to me. Um, I, I would tell her over and over again that the kids are going to be all right, that you're going to check on them, and that she will be a better guide or spiritual presence in their life if she's not worried about them. That it's really her job to spend more time on the other side to do the inner work that is being required of her to figure out why her body became sick and and whatever was occurring, that some awareness that was wanting to get in, right? Okay. And and just let her know over and over again, the kids are going to be okay. I'm going to check on them. Other people are going to check on them. They're going to be okay. That's what I would keep doing over and over and over again. Okay. Okay? Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. And thank you so much for calling in. Congratulations on your show. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. So I guess we're wrapping up the first hour-long Marie Manu Cherry show. And it was a good one. Thank you. I enjoyed it very much. We're looking forward to doing more. Yes, we will be back on air next week at noon and at 7 o'clock. Yes, indeed. And until that time and always, I wish everyone joyful blessings, health, love, and happiness. Talk to you next week.
expressed on the preceding program are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 KKNW, Seattle.